Hello and welcome or welcome back to a Fancy Brother podcast. I'm your host Kirsty Taylor and yeah let's just kick into the episode for this week. I am so so excited about the interview for this week. More to come super soon. I don't want to announce too early who it is because I want you to listen to my intro. Thank you so much for deciding to click on this podcast and I hope you enjoy listening to my voice and I promise there's an interview so it's not too much of me. So um, for those of you that are new to the podcast, every week I start off with a small wonder of the week as one of my features for the intro. And this week, I want to talk about water. Um, I've spoken about water definitely before as my small wonder of the week. No surprises there. I have to say I'm on the cusp of a Capricorn and Aquarius for star signs. Um, obviously not taking into account this whole new star sign sign. I don't know what that's all about. I'm not even going to think about it. It doesn't exist in my brain. Um, and neither of those are water signs. And I don't really get it because I'm definitely someone that's really obsessed and feels a real connection to water. And I don't get why Aquarius isn't a water sign because it's literally a water bearer, but whatever. But anyway, I for those of you that don't know or haven't been listening to the podcast before, I recently moved up to Aberdeen, good old Aberdream. I'm down here study up, not down, my parents are going to be mad at my geography, up here studying, teaching. I'm super happy to be back in it, getting to know people and doing the best that I can in this new place. And I'm just so happy I live near the sea specifically as the water. I live near the North Sea. Um, I suppose walk-wise, it is like a decent walk. It's about a half an hour walk away from where I live, but that isn't that bad. And it's about 10 minutes on the bike I try not to drive in Aberdeen because I have my bike and I can walk most places not really doing public transport at the moment for obvious reasons so yeah I'm so excited to be back near the sea and honestly think that's going to become like my new thing it's going to be like running down there it's a really good run down there and then down the beach for a little bit and it's just nice and I live near a beach and that's just the goal in life. I Wherever I end up being near water is something that's really important for me. So that's my small wonder of the week, I guess, living near the beach or living near the, the North Sea, good old Arbeen Beach. Yeah. So the next thing I do is I talk about what I'm engaging with. Um, this ranges from many different things. This week I'm engaging with, very surprising, very not me, um, with an app, I suppose, but specifically with meditation and an app called Headspace. I actually tried Headspace before a while ago, but I never really got into it. And um, I actually kind of got a membership to Headspace by accident. So I was trying to get, so a little anecdote if you like, I was trying to get the Spotify free Google Nest speaker that everyone was raving about. Um, and then I realized I actually have one already. So I didn't get one in the end because they were, they'd run out or whatever. I don't really know. And I kept having this problem that my, so for those, I suppose, little side note, I did my study abroad in Canada a while ago now, I guess, like two years ago. But for some reason, my Spotify was still set to Canada. So it kept asking me to play, to pay in Canadian dollars. And that meant that my address wasn't valid which is just really not what I want to hear. That's like the other day I went to a restaurant and I tried to do the track and trace thing and it told me my phone number and my email address were not valid, even though those were my only details that exist in this world. So really just wasn't feeling very validated as a person. Apparently I just don't exist. Um, so I was stressing out and I was trying to get this to work. And then eventually I got it to work and I accidentally got 
Spotify with Headspace for the same price. So you got like a free one year membership to Headspace whilst getting Spotify for students. Because honestly, I kind of needed to do that anyway, because I'm using a lot of my data when I listen to Spotify in my car and things like that. So it was worthwhile getting it again because I did have it for a while and then I stopped for a little bit when I was in Canada just because I didn't really have data anyway and I just didn't, it didn't make sense. Um, But yeah, so I ended up getting Headspace by accident and I really love it. So updates to come though, I'm still quite new to the whole system and I'm trying to prioritize my mental health a lot more now that, I mean, it's something I always try and do, but now that I'm studying so intensely it's something that's super important to stay on top of and yeah I'm finding it so far very useful you've started getting into yoga a little bit which is cool definitely not a flexible person but it's so good for my body and I'm just trying to get my life back together a little bit something I say often and I don't know how often actually comes into fruition but that's what I'm engaging with I'll have a link down below maybe the deal is still out and then maybe you can get a Spotify spot premium membership too I don't know I'll see and then I can link that too in the show notes yeah so that's um what I've been engaging with this week so now we are going to kick off into the poem of the week so this week my guest is a musician and that's all I'm gonna say because I want you to keep listening um so I found a poem all about music um every week on the podcast we shout out a poet and um, a poem and then obviously the poet that wrote the poem um typically somebody that's not massively well known I really like finding poems on Instagram as I think that's a place where you can find incredible poetry with people who are not like uber famous poets but they're they're getting out there and as a fellow Instagram poet I understand how nice it is to be shouted out so hopefully they appreciate my shout outs so this poem is by an instagram account that is called thoughts to words but the username is underscore thoughts underscore to underscore words um which i of course will have linked in the show notes like always and i believe that the girl who runs the account's name is sharma and i believe she has her first co-authored book so you can, i'm sure i'll be able to link that in the show notes as well for you. Um, So her poem is about music. I don't think it has a title. Um, I know that in poetry often if something doesn't have a title you just go with the first line of the poem. So I suppose that then this poem will be called Oh Music. So I'm gonna read that to you now. So again, that's by Thoughts to Words. Oh music, you don't know how comforting you are. Like people, you never judge me for my choices. Now that you have made me hear a million voices, I can probably say that. When everyone just promises to stay, it is you who denies to be away. Yeah, so that is um, the poem by, I believe, Sharma. And her Instagram is underscore thoughts, underscore two, underscore words, thoughts to words. Um, So I hope you enjoyed that poem. So now... I'm going to tell you who our guest is. I'm so excited. This is unreal. This is like one of those, um, I don't even know the term, one of those like pinch yourself moments. We have the one and only Robert Cool Bell on our podcast this week. The legendary Robert Cool Bell. 
Um, he is, of course, the band member for the song. Pardon me. He is, of course, a band member of Cool and the Gang, who wrote the infamous song that I'm sure everyone knows called Celebration. If you don't recognize it, I'm sure I can sing you a little bit. Please, obviously, I am not uh, um, a singer or anything like that, so please don't judge me. But it's the song that goes, Celebration times, come on. Yep, I'm sure that as soon as you heard that, you're all like, yes. So um, the, the primary school disco song of your dreams, still going strong. And we have Robert Kilbell with us this week on Fancy a Blather. And I was so lucky to be joined by my wonderful small talk co-host, Naomi, for this interview. Because to be honest, I was really nervous about interviewing someone who isn't just like somebody who I know already. So all the way from Orlando, Florida, we have Robert Kilbell on the podcast. But I would just like to say before we hop into the interview and you hear everything that Robert has to say and listen to our wonderful interview with him, um, Robert actually lost his brother Ronald not long after we recorded this episode. And we at the Fancy Blather team, Naomi and I, and... Um, I'm sure the listeners think, are thinking the same. We would just like to send our condolences to Robert for the loss of his brother, Ronald. And I'm sure that this is a loss that a lot of people are still feeling greatly. And again, we would just like to send all of our deepest condolences to Robert for this difficult time. And we are sending our love, thoughts and prayers to his family. But please do enjoy this episode with Robert Kilbell. So yeah, let's kick into the main episode. Hi, just Kirsty popping in here before the interview portion starts to shout out our charity spot for the week. So this week is super cool. We actually have a charity that was set up by our guests. So um, the charity that we are shouting out this week is called Cool Kids Foundation and it was set up by Robert and his late wife Sakina Bell. And um, the website is just coolkidsfoundation.org which we will have in the show notes. There you can check out more about their projects, their vision, their team, their blog, and you can donate there as well. So um, just a little bit about the <clears throat> about the charity. They are people who want to ensure that children have the ability to experience music. So their mission is, I'll just read you a little bit about their mission. Cool Kids Foundation is a unique experience that encourages and empowers children to ensure that each child is given the opportunity to a unique educational experience. Furthermore, the Cool Kids Foundation will provide each child with the necessary skills to meet today's challenge. We we wish to further children's understanding of the world and open their mind minds to new experiences as well as provide a new perception on how success is defined and I'm sure you'll realize throughout this interview um, how important it is that kids stay in school and how much Robert feels passionately about this and how this charity is kind of part a very small but also large part of his late wife's legacy and much much more to go and um, yeah this is something they're pushing for music programs is a big part of their charity um, so you can head to the website and check out all about that. Please support this amazing charity. And in the interview, we do talk to Robert a little bit about the charity so you can learn a little bit more. So again, it is coolkidsfoundation.org and you can contact them on there, find out about projects, donate, et cetera, et cetera. 
yeah, so enjoy the rest of this week's episode. So thank you so much for joining us on our podcast today, Robert Kubel. Um, so we're just going to kick it off with a, an easy question to start off with. So after our intro and before our main section in the podcast every week, we have a charity spot. So instead of doing ads, we like to highlight a different charity every week as we both just do this for fun. Um, and this week, our charity spot is your charity, Cool for Kids Foundation. So can you tell us a little bit more about your charity and what inspired you to start it? Well, the Cool Kids Foundation actually started with my wife several years ago. Um, of course, uh, uh, my wife passed about three, almost three years ago. And she wanted to deal with the schools and the uh, bring music back to the schools, okay, mm -hmm. and that was uh, one of her dreams, and I'm following up with uh, Amazing, that's, so, that's so amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's a great that's, message. Thank you. No, you're welcome. But here we are with the Cool Kids Foundation. Now, I did something about five years ago. Mm -hmm. It was called, It's Cool to Stay in School. Right. I think and I've heard of it. Yeah, and that was uh, sponsored by Cherry Coke. Mm -hmm. And we did uh, 52 cities across the country. And one of the cities was in Oklahoma. And uh, these young teenagers came up and said, listen, you know, we're staying in school where we, do, we have good grades and everything, but we'd like to sing a song with you. I said, okay. Oh, nice. Three acapella songs. Wow. And um, my cousin, who's also my manager, said, hey, man, man, these guys are great. So, make a long story short, that group ended up being Color Me Bad. You oh, no I, way. I, I, yeah. 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 <laughs> that's from, that's like, epic. Group. Yeah. I love that's that. That's, that's an so excellent cool. story. I love that. So I have a question for you. Um, so this year you're celebrating over 50 years in the music business. So can you just tell us a bit about like how the band originally came about? Yes. We started back in 1964. At that time, we called ourselves the Jazzy Ass. And of course, we listened to a lot of the jazz artists, you know, Freddie Hubbard, John Coltrane, mm -hmm. uh, also mm -hmm. Ron Carter. And, um, then we changed the name to the Soul Town Band. Mm -hmm. Now the Soul Town Band uh, was a part of the Soul Town Review. The right. Soul Town Review was trying to be like the Motown Review. So we had to back up about 15 to 20 singers, depending on the show. Wow. And so wow. Soul Town Band. So that's when we started mixing our jazz and, you know, the, uh, Playing the uh, Motown hits with the Temptations, the Smokey Robinson, the Miracles. We had female, we had to back them up, uh, like Diana Ross and the Supremes. So, anyway, that went, up, that went on for maybe about a year or longer. We left that organization and we were working in a club called the Blue Note Lounge. And one of the guys that was a part of the uh, was MC, Soul Town. Um, had this idea and it said cool in the flames. Mm. And it had like a big ice cube and it had, you know, cool it in there and it had on the fire. And anyway, yeah, yeah. Cool in the flames. 
And then when we met a person by the name of Gene Bay, and his father was working with James Brown. And wow. uh, listen, guys, uh, we, we can't use the flames because we had James Brown in the famous flame. So we didn't want to have any problems with God. Mm -hmm. So what we just changed, he said that to Gene Bay, flame to gang. And because the music was now a combination of the jazz, R&B, also, you know, we listened to James Brown as well. Mm -hmm. And that's when Cool and the Gang started. The very first record came out in 1969 called Cool and the Gang. Nice. That's so that's cool. That's so, amazing. That's um, amazing. Yeah, I love that. Congratulations on the 40th anniversary of your number one hit celebration. We both absolutely love that song. I remember listening to it all the time. Yeah, like my whole my whole life has been such a great song just for uplifting you in all kinds of different moments. So what inspired your brother, Ronald Bell, to write the song? Well, um, we were um, celebrating the fact that we ended up winning two American Music Awards. Back oh, nice. Uh, for the song Ladies Night. Now, Ladies mm -hmm. Night came about. Uh, well, JT Taylor joined the band uh, during the time of the late 78, going to 79. We were out on the tour with the Jackson Five at the time, for Michael again. And, uh, and the promoter said, Hey, you guys are doing great, but I think you need a lead singer. So we said, Hmm, you might be right because you had. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire had Maurice White, Philip Bailey, and then you had uh, uh, Lionel Richie, uh, mm -hmm. Commodores, and our music was one that you could actually sing to it. <laughs> As you, right. hear, you know, the, the horns were like our singers during that time. <laughs> anyway, we, uh, we auditioned, actually, we didn't audition anyone but JT, because JT happened to be working at the studio where we were working at. We started before. Lead singer. So JT joined the band. Now, um, back in the day, uh, my wife and I used to hang out in New York City at the Regimes and they had another club, uh, Studio 54. And we realized that every weekend it was a ladies' night. Mm. So that would be a great song, ladies' night. So I came back and told the guys, I got a great idea. Uh, for the album. He said, what? I said, ladies night. He said, yeah. My brother said, yeah, because <laughs> and then I was hanging out, so I came up with a hanging out and ladies night. Oh, nice. Two and one. Yeah, we won all the, the two American music ones. And the latter part of ladies night is, you know, this is your night tonight. Come on, let's all celebrate. My brother said, wow, that's another idea there. We yeah, a song called Celebration. Yeah, we nice, like up. the snowball effect. Yeah, mm. that's really cool to hear the like creative process behind those things, like how one thing leads yeah, to it's another. So smart. It's really interesting. That's so well, cool. We celebrate. Now, we didn't know that Celebration was going to become the type of song that has come and be about 40 years celebration, celebration. But uh, when we went back, he said he had this uh, uh, down home sort of vibe with the song. It's like, you know, sitting out on the porch with your grandmother and she's in the rocking chair. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and man, Celebration became such a big record. And it's yeah, it still years. is. 
It still is, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. It's had <laughs> such an amazing impact. It's crazy. It is. It's mad. Um, so we were just wondering, obviously, the world has been going through a turbulent time with um, COVID-19 at the moment um, worldwide. Um, how have you and your band members coped during this time? What have you kind of been doing to keep your mind a little bit busy, to keep safe, things like that? Well, of course, we're all in lockdown. Mm-hmm. I've been locked down here in Old Town. I call Latin Old Town. And okay. uh, <laughs> with the, the Corona blues. So we think about writing a song called the, the Corona Blues. Lockdown in Old Town with the Corona Blues. Can't go nowhere, can't move. We lost over 40 shows. Looks like we're not going to be working again until next year. Right. But, you know. Right. And uh, my cousin and I, Mr. Antonio, we're doing social media. We're just talking around the world, you know, two or three times a week. Nice. Yeah. That's cool yeah. that you can reach other people, though. I guess everyone's kind of home, too, right? So it's it's like yeah. people are watching things more at, at home. So it's nice that you can reach more people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We got a song coming out pretty soon called uh, The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, nice. Well, that sounds good. And that should be coming out uh, next month. So, okay, I look forward to it. We can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that added to our playlist ASAP. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I'll have that on repeat. Um, so, so, so we spoke a little bit just now about kind of like turbulent times with COVID and stuff like that. But obviously, we can't, I find it very difficult to ignore, you know, what's been happening in the world as well with regards to like Black Lives Matter. So... I saw you uh, made a post on your Instagram a couple of months ago about doing a musical blackout. Um, So for any of our listeners who don't know, I'll just read it quickly. It just says, uh, due to recent events, please join us as we take an urgent step of action to provoke accountability and change. As gatekeepers of the culture, it's our responsibility to not only come together to celebrate the wins, but also hold each other up during a loss. So join us on, this happened on June the 2nd as a day to disconnect from work and reconnect with our community. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what the musical blackout was, like what you guys did, what what took place and like what kind of impacts it had? Our music over the past, you're saying? The musical blackout that you did back in June. Okay, um, I can tell you remember the musical blackout. That was my son then, he told me how king. Okay. Yeah. So was it like a kind of event that you did or was it like a live stream kind of thing? Well, we did different things. We did, you know, some of the things we did, we did something for the Apollo Theater, a virtual right. show for Apollo Theater, raise the money for the Apollo Theater. We did some serious radio. Um, we've done uh, uh, several other uh, 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 virtual concerts that we have been doing, yeah. Okay. So my, my, my son runs my Instagram, so yeah, I'm kind of like old school. Right. <laughs> he, put up, he put them up and I got to catch up. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's cool. No, I, so I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like a kind of Black Lives Matter movement, I guess, is the newest wave of the civil rights movement. So obviously for our generation, we've learned about a lot about it from, you know, your generation, past generations. Um, so would you have kind of any advice for us in terms of, the things that we're doing um, in terms of the movement, like what kind of things would you encourage us to do more of or kind of discourage us from doing certain things? Just any advice you might have for us? Well, you know, um, we have to continue um, you know, to work together uh, because uh, 
black lives and lives in general will always matter. 100%. We had calls like the love and understanding, and we're talking about people coming together all over the world. It's time for love and understanding come Mm -hmm. together. Uh, Songs like Higher Planes, where the lyrics talks about being down too long. We have to keep on lifting, lifting you up to higher planes of what? Higher planes of love and understanding. Higher planes of uh, what would the world be like if the world can come together, if people can live together? Music is a beautiful place. Yeah, Yeah. it'd be amazing. (laughs) Well, we wrote a song about called Music is the Message. If you go back and listen to that, we were talking about it, you know, it's time for us all to come together. Still gonna take a lot of time, because like you said, it's like the 60s, is what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We pray one day that it will come together. See, I, I, I interviewed yeah. by the BBC, I was in Cuba. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I had to tell them for the first time, we've had over 250,000 people and they asked a question about what was going on with Cuba and you know uh, the relationship between the United States and the world of Cuba. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I'm not a politician. I'm <laughs> But we play our part. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. One day, you know, we'll all come together and we'll reach it. You know, uh, you know. I know they want to uh, talk about making America great again. What about making the world cool again? What about that? <laughs> I like that better. I like that I much think, better. I think, to be honest, I think baby steps, but we could definitely get there. <laughs> I like that much make better than make America great. great again. I'm gonna get myself a hat with that written on it. Make yeah. the world. <laughs> you make merch. <laughs> Yeah, oh my God, yes, T-shirt, bags, <laughs> all of it. <laughs> um, we, were, oh, we were so sorry to hear about the loss of your late wife, um, Sa- Sakina, is that who, I'm so bad at pronouncing things, Sakina Bell. Um, we'd love to hear a little bit more about her and the legacy that she left behind. Well, like, like I said, she uh, came up with the idea of the Cool Kids Foundation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Worked on another project called Dream Stars. Uh, working with young groups, you know, and mm-hmm. helping them you know, to develop themselves and to become, you know, a great group to work hard. And she's also uh, a designer. Uh, mm-hmm. The different clothes that you have seen us wear over the years with her designs. Oh, amazing. And uh, she was coming out with a, with a cosmetic called Ladies' Night. So she was uh, quite busy. <laughs> that's really that's, beautiful I love that that's amazing to the next level yeah mm. nice so um we just wanted to talk well you mentioned your son a little bit earlier when I was talking about you know the kind of social media song stuff and you've recently come out with a song with him called royalty do you want to tell us a little bit about that like what was it like to work with your son to kind of produce that song well actually that was my son's idea and song probably. yeah and uh, this whole thing was about, you know, uh, uh, a salute to the ladies, salute to women, because women are royalty. And he was uh, um, thinking about his mother, you know. Mm. It's like a tri- is it like a tribute to her kind of a song? A tribute to her and a tribute to the ladies around the world. Oh, nice. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. What was it like working with your son? Was it, was it hard sometimes, or did you guys find it quite easy to... To work together with my son yeah, yeah. 
Well, no, it wasn't really hard because he has his way of thinking and I have mine. He jumps. He <laughs> but I mean, that's something that he really wanted to do. You know, mm -hmm. after all, you know, you know, mm -hmm. who goes a man without the support of a good woman? Okay. So that's what he was trying to say. Yeah. But he was saying the women are realty. They support us. They're our backbone. So yeah. That's what he was saying the song was. No. I agree. Us women need to be appreciated a lot more. We do. We do. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, so you have a new business venture relating to champagne, which is something Naomi and I are definitely all about. I love yeah. a good glass of champagne. Um, how did you start Le Cool Champagne? How did that come around? How did you start that business venture? I was traveling uh, in Europe. Mm -hmm. We have a, a pretty large fan base uh, in France. Oh, nice. Well, it, that was promoting this came to me and said, hey, uh, I'm doing a champagne uh, on the Lake Berry Way. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm one of the members of the Bee Gees. Yeah. That's well, we know you guys are touring France this year, and uh, why don't you um, um, do a deal with the champagne and sell it at your concerts? So I said, well, that might be a good idea, but um, who's really going to buy a bottle of champagne at the concert? We want a t shirt. I would. <laughs> 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 I mean, so uh, I said, well, what I want is retail. Mm -hmm. um, that I would be interested in. So I came up with an idea called Le Coup Champagne. Mm -hmm. Our partner is in the Rems, Champagne Country, where they make Dom Perignon and mm -hmm. Cristal and Moish. Good stuff. And so. <laughs> That's when I came up with the idea, and I really wanted it to happen in Europe first. Yeah. Okay. Take yourself back around to America. Yeah. So it came into America as a French champagne. As, as you know, the French control champagne. The name. Uh, they sure so do. Pushing into hopefully next year with uh, Lake Who. Champagne. Oh, you've got nice. a bottle of it there. Perfect. Maybe you could just pass it to me right now. And I just, I mean, <laughs> you could just pass it through the screen. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Make sure you have your ice cold glass. Yeah. Okay. Champagne. Gotta have it real cool. Nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> That's cool so is it available to purchase in the UK? Because I'm very intrigued right now. <laughs> We're working on that right now. We're, we're in, uh, in America. We're in, um, in California, New York, New Jersey. Okay. We're in Florida. Uh, I've been talking to some people in the UK. Nice. So, London, it will be there soon. And oh, yes. perfect. Yes. So it'll be in London so I can get it. Kirsty, you might need to wait a while. <laughs> you can, you can just post, post it down, Naomi. Just post it down. Yeah, that's perfect. Send it in the that's post. <laughs> so, um, I'm not thinking about Scotland too, you know, because we have oh, a lot of in Scotland. <laughs> it would be much appreciated. It would very much be appreciated. Okay. Um, so I have one last question for you. Just because generally the listeners of this podcast are a bit of a younger demographic, they're kind of just starting university or you know postgraduate degrees like kind of in their 20s like our sort of age so do you have any sort of advice that you'd like to leave for them just kind of I don't know because as we were saying it's kind of a difficult time in life right now and being in your 20s is hard enough 
So <laughs> yes, any any wise any, words any advice <laughs> that you'd like to leave for us? Well, well, um, you know, um, I always say stay in school. That's very important. But right now, I know it's kind of hard with the um, with the pandemic and the virus, and uh, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, uh, virtual um, education from home. I know yeah. it's tough, but um, uh, don't give up. You know, just stay in. Power it. three, power three. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> the that. online classes are graining. I've been in them all day. <laughs> <laughs> um. So every week at the end of our podcast, we talk a little bit about what we're reading right now. Whether that's like something on the like a particular website or a newspaper or a book that we're reading because I actually graduated from um, a university doing English literature and film so that's kind of a focus on the podcast so I can just say what I'm reading now to give you a little bit of time to think so right now I'm yeah. reading The Ungrateful Refugee by Dina Nayari and so far I'm really enjoying it and I can't wait to read more and maybe I'll make a book club episode about it what are you reading right now Naomi? Um, I am currently in the middle of reading a book that I've been struggling to read for a good like four months. It's called Six Four. It's a Japanese crime novel. I Ooh. used to be a very avid reader as a child and I kind of, as I grew up, kind of got the habit. So I'm trying to force myself to start reading again, but it's a bit nice. of a struggle. It's a good book. And then how about you, Kula? Are, are you, what are you reading right now? <laughs> I'm not reading that much. <laughs> uh, That's all right. But, um, you know, constantly, uh, you know, uh, dealing, zooming and dealing with our various projects. Yeah. One is Solar Energy. I'm talking with Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker is the coach of the Houston Astros, if you guys know about baseball. Right. Oh, you nice. A fertilizer, my cousin and I, uh, organic fertilizer that we're doing. Uh, we have a, a COVID project, a testing kit project that we're working on. Mm -hmm. so I don't really have that much time to read, guys. <laughs> I mean, you're busy. Honestly, you're doing a yeah, much more important thing. You're reading yeah. all the documents for your work. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, you'll read about it later when it comes popular. Yeah. But today, I used to read Billboard. <laughs> oh, nice. Mm. That's and a good uh, read. Magazines. <laughs> magazine. Nice. That's fine. I love a good magazine. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today. Do you want to shout yourself out? Do you know your social media handles? So everyone know. If not, we'll have them in the show notes for listeners oh, to find you. Yeah, it's coolinthegang.com. Perfect. Uh, Lecoolchampagne.com. I'll definitely be there on that one. Those are the two. <laughs> now we'll be clicking on that one right after this. <laughs> I will. Your friends in America, you can just deliver it to them and then post it over. That would be, I could make friends in America. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm sure we have some. So yeah, well, thank you so much. We're coming back, um, you know, after things get a little better. Hopefully, you know, we find the vaccine coming back to Europe. We had uh, several shows set up. Uh, in, uh, nice. in the UK, um, this year that was canceled. We held the okay. that was canceled, you know. So hopefully. So keep your eyes peeled for. Yeah, rewind tour. Yeah. Oh, nice! That's near me. <laughs> yeah, we have. We, we all we were set up to do all of that. Nice, amazing. We'll be back. Perfect. Well, Please that's a great. That's a great message to end on. So, thank you so much for joining us this week, and thank you everyone for listening.
don't forget to check out our Instagram at Fancy Blather or our website www.fancyblather.com. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I always like to say I always like to thank my fans uh, in the uh, UK. Yes. Because you guys have supported the crew in the game for so many years. Yeah. I mean, you've been in and out of your country for so many years. You know, even the ups and the downs, because the music business is not always up all the time. You have, you have yeah. some challenges. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys have been there, and love you guys, and we hope to see you soon. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Honestly, my parents are going to freak out when they find out I'm doing this. So, yes, the support <laughs> in the UK is definitely there. <laughs> Great. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.